Thanks for tuning in to Witch Wednesdays with Steph for a chat about a new witchcraft topic every Wednesday morning. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. I'm Steph, and you are listening to a special interview with a witch episode. And today I have fellow witch Veronica Varlow with me, which is very exciting because we're going to chat about a lot of things today. But specifically, I'm chatting with her because her new book just came out, um, which as somebody I could never do the whole author thing, but I do love writing. So as somebody that appreciates how much work that goes into it, I'm just really excited to chat with her. So I am going to let her uh, introduce herself and just tell you a little bit about her and her new book. Take it away, Veronica. Yay. Well, hello, Steph. I'm really excited to be here. And hello, all of you gorgeous listeners out there getting involved in this sound spell that is happening right now at this moment. Uh, We are, well, my name is Veronica Varlow, and I am, like Steph said, the author of Bohemian Magic, and I am a lineage witch. So I grew up as a witch and was taught by my grandma, Helen. So all of her secrets and spells and rituals that she did are inside Bohemian Magic. And I do tarot. Uh, I do many kinds of divination. I teach workshops and witchcraft is my world. I am all about it. So, and you can find me at lovewitch.com. That's L-O-V-E-W-I-T-C-H.com. And if you sign up for my newsletter, I have lots of free goodies to give for you, like uh, spell cards and things like that. So yeah. Yeah. And everything that you have that I've, I've looked at so far is just, it's clear that you have a lot of passion and love for all of these topics and everything that you do. So I guess my first question that I wanted to ask you to sort of give everybody a better picture of what your life is like, is just to ask that you combine a lot of loves and talents in your life. You are a writer, a witch, you teach, um, you perform burlesque. I mean, what does your day in your life look like? Like, how do you fit all of those things into your life and practice witchcraft on top of that? Well, Steph, it always starts with a coffee. Um, 100%. That is my morning ritual because I feel like every single day, you never know what's going to happen. It's it's a very um, exciting and beautiful life. Uh, one of the things that I wrote in Bohemian Magic, one of the main takeaways that I wanted to give to the readers is the line, your life is the greatest spell you will ever cast. And I believe that when you are creating your days like a spell, uh, when you are moving forward in your life, doing the things that you have passion for, that you're excited about and interacting with people that make you feel really, truly alive. Like even today, having this conversation with you right now, Steph, is is part of a spell of my life. It's connecting with like-minded people, um, creating, you know, beautiful projects and casting our beautiful spells throughout the world. So I think that every single day um, I try to 
really move forward with something that I am really deeply passionate about. And when I say move forward, I don't necessarily mean being part of the rat race, because that is something that I've actually decided that I am not about at all. Um, and I was a part of it for a long time in my life. And I turned my back on my magic because I was so busy just, you know, working a job I hated and things like that. And when I moved away from that and started taking a risk on me, taking a risk on well, what would happen if I started doing tarot classes? What would happen if I started teaching the things that I love that I'm so passionate about? What if I started doing burlesque and dancing with fun and sensuality and creating this magic out there in the world? And people responded to it and it, and it worked. And I feel like it's deeply important that, you know, our society puts so much pressure on us to do so many things and to, you know, you know, have that like 80 hour a week job so we could buy things. And I, that is not how I am at all. I realized that my life and the days of my life and the time that I have to really do the things I love is the most important thing to me. Um, so a busy day might even be like, it can, a, a very productive day could be walking outside and, and going to the park and just being in nature and just having that space and time to let your creative self move and think about new things that you want to come up with. Um, so it's, it's very different every single day. <laughs> it's an adventure. It's an adventure. So in your day, it really sounds like witchcraft is involved in some form from beginning to end. You're not the daily person to, you know, sit down and only do these really complicated rituals once a month. You really weave it into everything that you do. I do. And I think, I think that's important. I think that it, it doesn't have to be complicated either. It's just doing things with intention. Like for instance, one of the things that I do is that my grandma, Helen, um, part of one of the rituals of her bohemian magic is that she believed that when you put cinnamon and add that spice into your morning drink, whether that's a tea or a coffee, or in my case, on the top of a frothy cappuccino, um, it makes your world more juicy. That cinnamon goes through you and the blood in your veins and just spices up your day. And that's something that my grandma used to do every day. And I, I feel like I put that on in an intention and think about how I want, like, what do I want to do for this day? How do we begin this? And when, when you are speaking words during the day, your words are wands and your stories are spells. So how you interact with people will really bring beautiful things into your world and can. And when you are putting yourself out there, genuine and raw and true, I think I know that really beautiful things will come back to you. And I've seen it in action for sure. Yeah, I think that's such a lovely way of looking at, you know, how your day unfolds and you know, just how much control you really do have over, you know, how you respond to things and how people treat you in return is just all about magic. 
It's it's true, and you know you know something that is, that's interesting. Stuff is that Bohemian Magic, my book. You know, I've been asked on. You know, people will say, "Well, how did you do that?" Because so many of us witches are creatives, and so many people want to know, like, how did this happen? And to be honest, just talking about how your life is the greatest spell you will ever cast. It was back in two thousand and five, and. I was really longing to connect with magical people or people that I really enjoyed or looked up to. And I reached out to all of these different women and said, I love what you're doing, or I'm, I would love to, you know, hang out. I want to do this coven in a basement in New York city. Are you interested in coming and hanging out? And the right people showed up, the people that were meant to be there showed up. And one of them was a struggling writer who I had seen some of her work and I was just, I thought she was awesome. And her name was Carolyn Turgeon. And the point of our coven was to help support each other and lift each other up in our artistic pursuits. And Carolyn Turgeon years later started writing these books. Um, she wrote the mermaid handbook and the fairy handbook and the unicorn handbook. And they're all these beautiful hardbound books that are like etched in gold with like full color photos. And they said to Carolyn in 2019, well, now we want to give you a fourth book deal. We want to give you, um, the handbook of witchcraft and Carolyn is so incredible and so amazing that she said, you know, I would love to do this book, but if I did it, it would just be a book report of Veronica Varlow. And I would rather bring her in here because she was meant to do this book. And so she walked me right into the doors of Harper Collins and introduced me to all the people and I was able to tell them my story and they were really interested and I did the proposal and now I have this beautiful book and I think that from way back in 2005 when I was like you know what I really want this group of badass people that are going to get together and support each other and I want to create a space that where we lift each other up and share each other's stories and try to help each other and just like have it in this basement and do magic together. And as a result of me casting that spell in the world, Carolyn cast it back to me and gave me that lift up and that support. And she was like, well, you all supported me when I was struggling and trying to be a writer. Like, how could I forget that? And so that's what I mean. I really believe that when you put a spell in action, it will come back to you. Um, it may take, you know, 15, 16 years, but, um, you know, the thing is, is that it's, it's, it happened and it happened in such a big and beautiful way and bigger than I can imagine. So that's what I mean when, when you you know, are kind to people and put your magic out there in the world and be the truest version of you, it just will mirror back to you. And I truly believe that. That is such a great story. What an incredible friend to have found through <laughs> witchcraft, really. <laughs> That's the only, that's the only people I hang out with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we have each other's backs so hard and we root each other on as if the success was happening for each one of us. And, and I feel like that's, that's what, that's, that's how we do it. And it feels really good. So, yeah. So 
welcome for all of you to <laughs> join us and <laughs> we'll read you on. <laughs> well, speaking of your book, other than it being beautiful, <laughs> which it is, and not just the outside, I'm a big fan of pink. So like drawn to the cover already, Thank um, you. but the inside pages are gorgeous. You have like the photos and it's really like this beautiful, like sort of cursive handwritten font. And it looks like pages out of your own personal grimoire. Like mm -hmm. they just look like this handmade, but into something that is so beautiful. So what can somebody who is picking this up expect out of this book? Oh, well, thank you so much for that. Um, it, it is, it was fully a labor of love for the past two years. And when I got the green light for this book, I told them, I said, I want this to look like my own personal grimoire. And I brought it in and my grimoire is taped together with duct tape. Um, <laughs> and they really honored that to the point that the front cover, they did this special spot gloss varnish. So it actually, it shines and it actually looks like electrical tape, like holding it together. And, uh, when you go on the inside, there's all, it's an art spell. And I specifically chose and got the rights to, uh, many pieces of art that really inspired me, uh, photos of my rock and roll heroes, like Kurt Cobain and the Rolling Stones and Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison and, you know, uh, artists like Frida Kahlo, people that really, really impacted me in my life. And I did this because I wanted those heroes of mine to be in this book with me. I wanted the reader to be able to open the book and have it be this all art altar or a, like this beautiful book that is a treasure that you go on this journey with. And, um, it's full color. It's 240 pages. And in the very beginning, you know, you're going to see uh, handwritten pages of my personal grimoire that I ripped out and scanned and it's in the book. Uh, you're going to see personal taped pictures. You're going to see, you know, my incantations typed and put in there on the pages. It's a it's an art spell and a treasure and a way that you can dive even further into your own magic. Because one of the points that I wanted to make with Bohemian magic is that honor your own magic, create your own grimoire. Your magical story is unique and important. And when you honor it by writing in writing on the lines and drawing in a grimoire and keeping track of your magical spells, you honor your own magic. And in the beginning of the book, there's a enchant this book to you uh, spell, because as witches, we make our tools come alive. There's a popular thing that's happening right now that I'm seeing that I'm really, um, I'm really saddened by where it seems that these objects that we buy are supposed to make us magical. Whereas that's the furthest from the truth. We make objects magical. We can make a $2 notebook be the most enchanted grimoire you've ever seen. And so I am 
asking the reader to put themselves into the book, to tape a piece of their hair, to rest their coffee cup on the top of a page so that the ring goes through the page, to leave their kiss print on a page, because leaving your messy, beautiful, not perfect, because there's so much pressure to be perfect and have these like a billion dollar grimoires that are like, they have to be in perfect script and like, they have to have the perfect things. Like mine is like crossed out, duct taped, pictures put in there, like rings of coffee cup, pieces of pieces of roses. That's us. That's you. That's your magic. And when you look back at a grimoire like that, you feel the energy of the person. And that's why I created Bohemian Magic to give the reader this very personal experience that I wasn't seeing out there in any other witchcraft books. So it's really a tool to work with and work with the reader rather than just sitting down and sort of passively reading it from cover to cover. You really work your own magic through this book. Yes, it's the book is an enchanted companion to use on your journey. Yes, to go on your magical journey with you. So you don't have to go alone. You have this enchanted companion that you made alive with pieces of your hair and your own magic. And there's a the spectacular school of witchcraft that you go through in it. And I show you all of these different things that my grandmother taught me and things that I've created like the sigil song. And then we go into a journey together where the reader is the hero and I take the reader on an adventure. And then each initiation has three spells. So it may be spells for self-love, for getting your mojo working, for rising up your confidence, for creating that life that you always wanted to, you know, calling your power back to you and really truly healing and being strong in your own foundation and also to creating your community around you. And because that is to me, the riches in this world are those things having calling back your own power to you and being able to spread that in the world and to be able to affect other people in a positive way and have them affect you back in a positive way because we are mirrors of each other. Speaking of community, uh, something that really interests me, your story and your book and your focus on your grandmother is that you actually came from a family of witches. And for this podcast and just the feedback that I've gotten, I know that most listeners do not have that. They are the first uh, in their family to you know, openly be witches, and some of them are now teaching their children about it. Uh, but not a lot of uh, witches come on here to chat about what it has been like to grow up with other people around you, teaching you in your own family. What was that like for you? And which family member most influenced your current path? I think you're going to say your grandma, but I feel like I'm asking you it. <laughs> Wait, are you psychic? My grandma <laughs> Helen. There we go. <laughs> Um, well, that stuff, that's really exciting for me to hear one about so many, um, new witches and first generation witches 
really makes me so happy. You have no idea like how, how excited I get by the thought that witchcraft is on the rise. And I am so happy to, you know, it's, it's one of the best things ever to be able to have so many friends and new friends that we can meet and create with and work beautiful spells with work. Um, growing up, with uh, my grandma, Helen, who taught me tarot cards when I was six years old and taught me how to do ESP when I was six and would regularly talk to the spirits and teach me how to talk to the spirits um, was really beautiful because I think that in my talks with other people, I really believe that when we're little, when we're all five years old, we are so normally, we're just normally magic. We're magic. We are creating worlds constantly with our imaginations. Our, our instinct is so strong because we're learning language. So we have to have really strong intuition and instinct because we need to, because we don't even know language right before that. So I really believe that we all as children are magic and we are all natural witches. And I feel like at some point around, you know, eight, seven or eight society and the world kind of tells us we have to grow up and we can't believe in those things, or we can't, you know, that isn't real. And I think the benefit that I got from my grandma, Helen, was that she always encouraged that for me. Um, and really believed in my magic and she believed in, you know, what I was doing and just kept, you know, supporting that. And that's what I, I want to be that helper. And I want to be that positive influence on others, especially other people that are just coming into the craft that are asking like, am I magic? How do I know I'm a witch? And the, the truth of the matter is if you are interested, if this work is calling to you, you call yourself a witch, claim that power to you. It is a strong, badass word. And if you want to call your power back to you, you just say, I am and your name, and then say, I am a powerful, badass witch and feel what that feels like. And then work your practice, you know, because witchcraft is about action and practice and creating. And you did these things when you were little. So now as an adult, tap into the little you and how you used to be before society told you what to do and use your adult education, your adult self, your adult education in the world of, of walking through this world as an adult and just really call your power back to you. And I think that's what makes a powerful witch in practice. Yeah, I think that is a really, you know, interesting and beautiful way to look at it. And also know that, that that's not just for a beginner witch. If you have been practicing witchcraft and need to 
do some glamour magic and stand in front of the mirror and tell yourself every day that you are a badass powerful witch that you should absolutely do that no matter how many years you've been practicing I still do that I think it's I do it too <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is not just a tip for beginners. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And it is, it is powerful. It is really powerful. And if you want to put even more power into it, you can also put on music to go with it because spectacular witchcraft, the witchcraft that I practice is, is very rooted in the arts and creative energy and if you put a song on and put it on repeat to where you get yourself in that beautiful hypnotic state i highly recommend that as well because that can get you into a portal of feeling really strong in yourself because music can really move us oh absolutely so would you is that how you would describe you know your current practice you know some people are more on into sort of a green witchcraft side of things. Some are more into divination. Would you say that yours is more within the realm of the arts and being creative and that's how your practice sort of shows itself each day? Yeah, for 100%. In fact, um, if you want to give something power, you name it. And when I was looking at other witchcraft books or being, you know, coming over to like, you know, checking out other covens and seeing, you know, being invited to things and seeing other witches in practice, we realized that the things that I grew up on was something that was similar yet very different. The practices that my grandma Helen did were learned from her mother, um, my great grandmother, Anna, who came from Czechoslovakia, which is that area uh, that is mystically known as Bohemia in the world. And that's why it's called Bohemian magic. And that is the foundation. My grandmother's very different magic, witchcraft is the foundation of my practice. And then combined with myself and my husband, who's also a witch, David Barlow, we created this tradition of witchcraft known as Spectaculous. And Spectaculous witchcraft focuses on art and creative pursuits because we believe that some of the greatest spell casting you can do is with your art with your voice in a song, with your words in poetry and speaking incantations from your lips under a moon, with your art, with your drawings of what you wanna bring into your world, with your knitting and knitting pieces of your hair and a scarf for a loved one to keep them warm and to keep you near, with baking, with creating pies or cookies to share with a community made with love to create this beautiful, connection with others through your baking, with creating jewelry or amulets where even little bottles where you can put herbs or a scroll of what you really want to manifest in the world and wear it around your throat with you know, creating magical cloaks even, you know, you can get a scrap of fabric and a, a rope of twine and, you know, wrap it around your neck and have a magical cloak that you make and you can marker sigils on the inside. 
we create with our art and our magic and much like the bohemians of the 60s like people like jack kerouac and patty smith that would get together and sit on the floor at the chelsea hotel and share songs and poetry and writing and create this different plane of existence through their art that is what Spectaculous Witchcraft is all about. And it's focused on our creative energies. And I believe that every single person has that creative magic that can bring them to a different level. And I think the only thing that has kept us from our creativity is outside judgment or the unrealistic expectations that the second that we walk up to a canvas to draw a, or paint a picture, we have to be perfect, which we're just shedding all of that over here. And in which camp that I do and in the classes that I teach, I really ask people to give themselves permission to play, give yourself, it goes back to that childhood thing, give yourself permission to draw, give yourself permission to dance, to paint, to sing, to write poetry, because that is untapped magic within you. That is some of your wildest, most genuine magic and, and magic that you went to when you were a child before somebody told you you couldn't do it right, or it wasn't pretty enough and you gave it up. Speaking of being able to tap into all of those things, you do offer these courses to you know, teach people uh, what are some of the topics that they can learn about and where can they go to sign up if they want to learn even more? Yay. Um, well, you can go to lovewitch.com. That's L-O-V-E-W-I-T-C-H. And there is Veronica Varlow's Witch Academy. And if you click on the Witch Academy, there are a variety of classes. I have a 10-week module uh, tarot school that comes with a over a hundred page PDF. Uh, you can take these, the courses are yours forever and there's a secret portal so that you can go to the secret portal and log in and take all the classes and enjoy on your own time whenever you want to learn. Um, I also have the Love Witch Academy, which is very focused on creating love in your life. And I talk about self-love. I talk about finding your partner, magnetizing that to you, strengthening your current relationship. And also I delve into juicy sex magic in that course. And I currently have have a spectacular school of spell casting course, which comes with, if you sign up for that, you automatically get my book, Bohemian Magic for free, uh, sent anywhere in the world. And I autograph it and put uh, special sigil tattoos in it for you. So um, that's a lot of fun. Oh, and yeah, so it's it's a lot of fun. I'm I'm tr I try to make it a really beautiful personal experience. I love making people excited and happy and um you know temporary tattoos of sigils. Uh, yes, please. So <laughs> <laughs> so and you can also find me on Instagram at Veronica Varlow, and that's V E R O N I C A V A R. 
L-O-W. And I do Tarot Tuesdays every week. And, you know, I'll read your cards for you and give you messages. So there's lots of great stuff in the community that you can check out. And I'm so excited to meet all of you. So come all over and come on over and say <laughs> hi and DM me and, and I will write you back. So yeah. And I will have all of those the links over on witchwednesdays.com. So it's easy for you to find everything that we just talked about will be there. Um, so can check out Veronica everywhere. And um, Veronica, I don't know if you have this um, already on your like Instagram reels, maybe or not. If you don't, a tutorial for how you do your eyeliner would be much appreciated over here because <laughs> it's beautiful. You have a very steady hand, my friend. Like you always look fantastic. I don't oh, know if I can learn that. <laughs> I think that should be part of your self-love magic on your Instagram reels. A nice little uh, eyeliner tutorial. I would like. Oh my goodness. You're so sweet. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. I have a lot of fun with it. And especially uh, the, the false enchanted lashes are always fun. So um, I have, I have a great time with my lashes every day too. So I sleep in them because, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty hardcore. <laughs> Yeah. Well, before I let you go and wrap up this episode, what is, if you could narrow it down to just one, I know that's hard, but if you could Mm -hmm. narrow it down to one piece of advice that you would offer to someone brand new to the world of witchcraft, who's just, you know, finding this podcast, just finding your book or your courses, what is one piece of advice that you would give to them? I would say that the very best thing that you can do is honor your own magic because I believe don't, don't get caught up in the idea that you don't know enough, because if you are called to this practice, witchcraft is in your bones, whether you are a witch in other lifetimes or a magic maker in other lifetimes, or whether you don't, you know, if you don't believe in that, there's something about you that is calling you to the craft. And I think it's very important to just know that your magic is unique and important to create a beautiful world, to save our planet, to really create beautiful and thriving communities where we look out for each other and create beautiful, positive magic to, because when we're in that space of strength in ourselves, we're happier. And then everyone we encounter gets that a little spell of our happiness. And then it just goes outward there in the world. And as more and more witches join us, I feel the power of all of us rising together. So I encourage you to keep going with your practice and know and honor your own magic just by giving yourself permission to do that because no one else needs you needs to give permission for you to do that. It's all about you saying yes to your own beautiful, unique magic. That is probably some of the best advice that I've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) for somebody who's not new. I think that's such an important message to share. So I'm, I'm glad that was your advice. (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you. It's, you know, it's funny because on bad days you can forget these things. Right. And I think that that's why it's so important that you keep a grimoire because of your own magic, because you can look back on something that you wrote a month ago when you were feeling really strong in your power and be like, Oh, right. That's who the fuck I am, <laughs> you know, rather than being like, Oh wait, I'm lost today. Or I'm not feeling super good. Or somebody was mean to me, like go back to your grimoire and get your power back because this is all you throughout time in your grimoire. So you can capture that and capture that beautiful strength and strong feeling and move forward in your world. Well, thank you so much for sharing your advice and for being here and sharing all about your life and your practice and your book. Uh, I think that's you're probably very excited to, out, um, especially in time for the Yule season, Yule gifts, everybody. Like, yes, um, yes. Under the tree for everybody. <laughs> yes, for sure. For sure. Oh, I'm so happy when I see pictures of it all over the world. It's just like, I get emotional. Like I cry because this is like the dream of my life. So when people tag baby, me, absolutely. I know I'm like, when people tag me on Instagram and put the pictures like of the book, I just like, it really touches me. So thank you everyone. And thank you for your support of this lineage witch and first time author who this is my whole entire heart poured into the pages of this book. And I know you're going to feel it the second that you touch this enchanted, beautiful book. Thank you so much for being here again. I will have all of those things linked over at witchwednesdays.com. And I will, of course, tag Veronica on Instagram so you can find her as easily as possible. So Yay! Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Steph. And thank you to all the listeners. And I will be back with all of you next week. Yay. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Need even more witchcraft? Subscribe to Patreon for exclusive bonus content three times a week and order Sabbath boxes and other supplies at witchwednesdays.com. Be sure to follow on Instagram at witchwednesdays podcast. <laughs>